Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Taken Days, who has a new album called Every Second, dot, 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 which is released on March 19th via Wiretap Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Landon to share some more information about this release, as well as their incredibly cheeky, well-done music videos. So, Landon, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. I always... You know, the funny thing is, is I think in the write-up that I got about you guys is something about reinventing, you know, like early 2000s pop punk or something. But I I haven't seen this level of cheek in music videos since, like, Blink-182. <laughs> right. It's, um, you know, it's funny. When, when they proposed the idea to me, I was like, oh, that is so cheesy. I don't want to do that. But then talked me into it, and I'm actually... Very happy with how it came out. Well, that's, Both of them. <laughs> well, that's good. I guess, which video were you most reluctant about? Was it how did it come to this or was it uh, giving up? The how did it come to this one? Just because, you know, I've seen it before in movies and not necessarily in music videos, but um, kind of took the whole parody from the walk, walk the line or um, you know, the parody on the movie that's kind of a comic about similar to the Johnny Cash movie. I forget what that one's called. I think the Johnny Cash movie is Walk the Line, but then oh, Walk Hard did a parody of oh, it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Walk Hard one. Mm-hmm. You might be careful. These Jews control show business. So I was curious... <laughs> As I was watching it, how you guys were going to play it or whatever, because as soon as it came on, like I recognized, you know, um, what it was and my son was sitting here watching it. And so then I explained to him the whole like Johnny Cash thing and then the walk hard thing. And so you guys are doing a a play on that. And then obviously a, a unique take on it, Landon, is that when it goes viral in the Johnny Cash movie, it goes quote unquote viral before viral was a thing, you know, on yeah. on radio. And then here it's actually going viral. People are watching it on YouTube, social media, Instagram, whatever. Uh I guess you incredible. Like take us through the production of, of the video because it seems like you guys got a lot of, I would say, friends involved to like, you know, film themselves watching the video or something. Yeah. Um we went to a friend's studio in um stanton california which is not too far from where at in orange county and he had um his i guess control room guy kind of being the guy on the controls and then um we invited our good friend chris corradini who's also known as uh, oc sellout on instagram he's got a big following and he, he just blew us away when it came to uh, his acting skills. I was just like, wow, <laughs> have you done this before? You Because know, he, he stepped in there and he knew his role and he did a great job. And then some of the girls in the video um, you know, were friends of ours. And one of them is Corey, our singer's wife. So, um, And then uh, Mario, the video producer, he even went above and beyond and did a few more locations after we were done at the studio and like filmed at his house. You know, I think 
his wife is in the video and a couple of his buddies from down in San Diego. So, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really great that, you know, our friends were willing to help us out like that. And almost at a moment's notice, we didn't really plan it that way, but it worked out great. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, that, uh, that my son mentioned, which is true, is when you guys start playing, you know, your one last song, he's like, this song's really catchy. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, um, I guess maybe take us through the, the production. Did you guys work with anybody in particular in producing the track? Yeah, so the whole album was produced by Cameron Webb. Um, he's got a studio here in Orange County. And he's really well known in the um, punk and pop punk genre and even beyond that. But, I mean, he's produced some killer albums, you know, from Pennywise to Lagwagon to uh, Megadeth and uh, uh, what? I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, Motorhead, Sum 41, Kelly, yeah. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he's got a he's got a very long uh resume and it's pretty impressive. So it's when he said that he Yeah, sure, I got time to to work on a record with you. We were just like, "What? Really? Okay, let's do it." <laughs> yeah, what what my next thing I was going to ask is is that a lot of lunch money that was saved or was he willing to <laughs> cut you guys the the non-Kelly Clarkson price? <laughs> uh he you know, he was very fair with us. Um I'm not sure what his rate is with other bands, but I, we felt like um, we got a great deal and, and the product that we got as a result was an even better um, production than we could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's absolutely incredible stuff. And uh, my son is like six and a half, seven years old now. Um, and he, he recognized it straight away. And then my daughter's nine months old and she just started doing this like rocking thing. You know, um, she's definitely, definitely getting it and, uh, cool music video as well. Now the other one is giving up and you said you were slightly less for, um, actually, yeah, no, my son loved this one too because of the Nintendo thing. Yeah. And that's actually my nephew that starred in it and, and he did a great job as well. I didn't even know he had a broken arm until the day he showed up. I was like, ah, well, I guess that plays the part even better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> now when you mentioned playing the part we kind of get an idea that maybe he's had a bad day at school or something um what is the part what is the video about does it translate to the song as to what the song is about no the song could really be about anything it's pretty vague actually but um in this yeah in this video we're kind of i guess suggesting that uh, he's he's giving up either on his bad day and I'm just going to play video games or he's giving up on this video game. But, you know, it looks like he's scoring some high points. So maybe perhaps it's the first one. <laughs> he is scoring some high points. He's got some high scores there. Um, and that, that whole video concept was Mario Rivera. He's a video producer. He, it was his idea. He actually plays in another band called Nights Like Thieves. And originally that was his idea for one of their music videos, but it, they never did it. And he's like, dude, this would be perfect. Let's just do it for you guys. And so that's what we did. Uh-huh. And we actually, we actually filmed it at, at my house in, in Mission View. Very cool. 
And then obviously he just added in all the the video game stuff in post. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Very cool. Are you guys actually playing? Like, is he getting blown away right now? Um, yeah, he was sitting in front of us while we were playing and, um, you know, I, I wanted, wanted him to wear earplugs, but it's just not doable. It wouldn't look right if he was wearing earplugs. So he kind of had to grin and bear it for a few, <laughs> a few minutes, a few takes. <laughs> Beautiful. I imagine you guys are pretty stinking loud. Yeah. And especially it was in my empty living room. So it was, it echoed a lot. Oh boy! So Mario seems to be making the um, the team here when it comes to videography. Oh, totally. He he was a great contact and asset to have, and and he was very flexible with us and patient with us. But he also brought a lot of ideas to the table that ended up making the final cut. So yeah, he he was a big part. Well, very cool. And then we've got. <laughs> I Decide, which is a lyric video, and it almost kind of is like, want want because we've got all these great music videos, and then want want a lyric video. I know, <laughs> I know. and we actually, we had seeked out um, uh, animator, you know, lyric video producer out of Europe that Wiretap uses all the time, and we never heard back from him, so I said, you know what, screw it, I'm going to go on Fiverr. And find someone that does lyric videos. And I found someone for like 200 bucks to do it. And it was, it's, you know, it's, we weren't blown away by it, but I was just like, this, this works. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of an interesting thing, right? I wasn't blown away by it, but it got the job done. We now have something collecting views. Yeah. And it, it's on, it's on brand with, with the album artwork. So that's, I think that's what they did a good job with is staying on brand without going too far out of the lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the comments on the lyric video is that y'all are seriously going places. <laughs> nice. I haven't seen that. I, I, I guess I should read the comments, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I want to get my feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you ever get over that. I know I, I'm always whenever I see a ding that there's a new comment on the podcast. I'm always like, uh, <laughs> do do I want to know? I decide. Speaking of decisions, what what did you decide? What does that mean? Well, you know, it's funny is we actually decided to change the name of that song last minute, even after we had finished tracking it. The album wasn't completely done and mastered by then but we said it it makes more sense to call it i decide before that i think it was called bad decision or something like that so it it, it was you know a lot of the lyrics are very um subjective they they could mean a lot of different things to different people and and we kind of keep them vague like that most of the time so it could mean a lot of things and I think Brent, our guitar player, wrote most of the lyrics for this. Or, yeah, actually, I think the guitars and lyrics. But uh, it's just all about, you know, making your decision and making it the right decision, um, whether people agree with you or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an important thing. It's kind of like a stand-up song, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then after you make that decision, you wonder, man, how did it come to this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. is, there, is there a theme to the album as a whole, every second? 
There is, and it's actually, it precedes the album before I was even, ever in the band. So Taken Days released two EPs, uh, I think three and four years ago, and I only joined them right after those EPs were released. And it, it, the um, those EP titles and even some of the artwork somehow all has to do with time and so with this album naming it every second we kind of carried that through and you can see on the album cover there's you know an hourglass in the background of the album cover of our new album cover and so we're carrying that theme through and there's a few songs like number track three is it's about time and um there's even uh some lyrics spread throughout the album that deal with that and you know everyone it applies to everyone everyone's only got a limited amount of it so um you know make the best of it that's yeah couldn't agree more my friend yeah so it's always at 10 more miles and nowhere slowly before you jumped in right okay and those are those are still great eps i i actually i wish we would have re-recorded more of those older songs on this new record but um maybe we'll revisit that later Mm -hmm. yeah i guess my question then is i guess they they had a different drummer on those eps or was it uh dreadfully dare i say a machine okay oh no it was a different drummer he's a really good drummer um i can't think of his name right now um but anyways he's you know he's uh he still plays with a few other bands up in L.A., I think. So uh, it was just hard for him to get down here to Orange County with the commute and right. um, all that. L.A. traffic, baby. Oh, it's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it takes up every second of your time, you know? It does. I know. Um, what is it then, I guess, from your perspective that you brought to – Taken days with your with your drumming. Um, I have played in similar punk bands uh, in the past, and that's actually how they found me. They they had um, reached out saying, "Hey, we we know you used to play with this band, Haystroker, back in the day, and it's kind of similar style. What do you think? You want to check us out?" And I said, "Sure." And after our first jam session together i was like yeah this is a great fit um so i was able to bring to the table i guess kind of my style of punk it's not you know (laughs) what in the drummer world you know some some you might have heard this where drummers say it's not the you know it's not it's not the double kick over and over every song so i like to reason (laughs) that um, use it tastefully, you know, um, and also just uh, I, I really hit the drums hard, like harder than most. And so I feel like that perhaps brings a little bit more hard edge to this poppy sound, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, there was some drum machine or something I remember years ago using it. It had three punk beats in it. And I used to joke that those were the only punk beats available to punk 
<laughs> and the, the only ones permitted. Yeah, yeah, the only ones permitted. And yeah, one of them for sure was did to get did to get did to get. And then I think the next one was the same thing, except you're riding on the floor, Tom, instead of on the hi hat. And so yeah. you know, two out of the three are the same thing, basically. No doo-doo cocks. <laughs> yeah, no doo-doo cocks around here, baby. <laughs> That's fantastic. And then something else mentioned was um, sort of like a more uh, pop twist to it. Is that something that's kind of surprising for your career? Um, well, I wouldn't call it a career, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. Nothing I'd call a career, though. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that so long. <laughs> um, it, I, I feel like we all three bring, all three members of Taken Days bring our own style and influence on the sound. Corey definitely has that more poppy um preference or or that's kind of what he listens to you know outside of playing music that was kind of what he was brought up with is that whole emo pop punk scene and he's uh i think like 10 years younger than me and brent and so we're kind of in that 90s scene with you know those fat records and epitaph bands and so we kind of bring more of a like I said, edgier, um, maybe even more uh, grungy sound, but it, I think it, it meshes well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was probably super excited to work with Cameron Webb then, who worked with Sum 41. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Cameron couldn't have been a nicer guy. Like He was so great to work with. We look forward to hopefully working with him again. Yeah. Does that mean that you guys are in the works for another record? Since normally you'd be playing shows, but since I guess that's not happening, are you guys? Uh, we've been writing a little bit. We've got, I think, three or four songs that you know they're not completely um, fleshed out, but we're we are definitely writing. And typically, we'll just jam in my garage here. I have one of the electric V drum kits in the garage, so that is a little easier on my neighbors and on our ears. So it's just better for writing. But when we're really trying to bring it together and tighten it up, then we'll, we'll you know, definitely be in the studio with that. Cool. All right. Sweet. So Landon, we chatted about cheeky music videos, how to come to this giving up, which isn't so cheeky, but it's definitely cool. And the lyric video for I Decide, we chatted about the album every second as a whole. We chatted about you coming into the fold. We chatted about the production team, Mario and Cameron. We chatted about even Fiverr.com, throwing it out there. That, <laughs> <laughs> you can get what you need done. A little uh, plug. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little, little plug. Uh, sweet. Is there anything that I missed, Landon, that we were supposed to talk about? Um. Well, I'll, I'll throw myself a little plug here. Uh, so I created the artwork for this Every Second album, and I do that a lot for other bands as well. So, you know, if somebody out there is looking for artwork for their next album or even a logo or, you know, merch, um, I am happy to help. You can find me at lacreative.co. lacreative.co. I'm going there right now, Landon. So that's my other side gig. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to do years ago, but I still enjoy the creative process. So it's it's fun to help out other bands. I agree. Okay, 
Here it is. I'm on your website right now. I'm looking at it. Cool. Yeah. That's fantastic. Okay. Well, that is now in there. So, Landon, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you for having me, and, and apologies for the last-minute switch-out, but hey, I'm I'm happy to uh, talk about the band anytime, so Corey threw it out there. I said, I'm in. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I was going to make a Corey joke, but be inappropriate, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a rest. He gets too much. That's right. Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.